something which is really interesting is that it's um, new without rules, actually. Uh, no. So you can express yourself because you're reading the theory, okay, but nobody is telling you to keep to hold just mm. that finger or the other one. You're just playing. You are in a flow, and you are um, um, find out with your own way. In this episode, I'm talking to lyricist Lina Palera. It's so lovely oh, to so meet you here on Zoom. Yes, me too. So lovely. That's great. Yeah. And I see you've got the lovely Lear with you. Yes, yes. But uh, thank you very much for your invitation to have it's, this interview. It's I'm honored pleasure. and very enthusiastic <laughs> with that. Yeah. Great. I saw on I saw you on Instagram and I was actually so amazed. Uh, this is something new because uh, now the last years there are some very wonderful um, organizations like uh, organizations like uh, Luciero's Music Instruments. They yeah. reconstruct now instruments like that that can be played by musicians today. So we're taking them off from the museums <laughs> finally, and we can re. Uh, um, reveal re and live again this tradition yeah which is yes so interesting there are we still have um pieces of music existing till today from that times mm. ancient greek uh, music there are more than 40 incomplete uh, pieces of music and two complete that are existing till today and they're so wonderful and also there are resources uh, from uh, Plato, Plato, from Homer, and from Aristoxenos, that we have exactly the theory of the ancient Greek music. Wow. Yes, this is wow. And we can dive into that and explore it. And we have scales, we have rhythms, uh, we have that little uh, pieces of music and we can uh, travel into that and play like the ancients. Yeah, but isn't it because that that was the uh, origin then of of many of the instruments that we see today? Yes, and definitely. And uh, because Lyra, Lyra as we call it today, uh, is from the ancient times, even before the ancient Greek times. Uh, so we're talking about an instrument that it was in around 2000 years wow. BC. Yeah, but, but Lyra during the Greek times uh, was present when democracy was born, when Pericles gave order for the Parthenon to be built during the golden years. Mm -hmm. Lyra was their national instrument, we can say. And it was um, everywhere in, when they had a religious ceremony, mm -hmm. uh, when they had a um, private symposium or a public event, even in schools. Lira, the seven strings line, that specific one, was the main instrument that they thought that um, it's um, something um, not necessary, but something that will develop uh, the education, the young ones and the older ones. And in that, that time, was clever. that was very clever because that's true, actually, isn't it? 
that music yes. develops the brain. Yeah. It develops the brain, yes. And if we will think also that uh, they were using it in Asclepia, um, according to music therapy, um, the sound of lyre is specific and I think that it also um, cures in a way. Wow. That, uh, yeah, it's uh, that, that specific uh, consonant sound, let's say. Um, it's so incredible. But, but now how did they, dis uh, or what made them... Well, I, I just think, why did the lyra not keep, you know, why was it not kept and, and played all these years? Why did you have to take it out oh, of the museum? Yes, that's a very, very a good, clever and uh, uh, incredible question. Why? <laughs> but uh, during the years, a lot of things happened in history yeah. and with religion and with medieval years, it's transformed. Even the modes that Greeks are using and they're saying Dorian mode, Dorian mode, if you will search it today, it's not what Dorian is in jazz and in uh, today Catholic music. It's something different because it changed through the years. Greeks were counting the notes from the last one and behind, E, D, E, F, T, and behind. So when they wrote that in a reverse, they took it wrong and everything went in an opposite way. So I today, see. yeah, during the years, these things uh, just got a bit uh, different. And Lyra, yes was um, not uh, in the present, mm. didn't move on. Uh, but now this is so amazing for me as a musician, which I have the Lyra Academy, which is the only academy in the world that uh, I thought that it would be really interesting to start teaching what I'm learning from yeah. these books. Mm. Yes, so um, I think that um, and as a musician, as I said, I'm very enthusiastic that I can try to play the old ancient Greek uh, pieces of music in that instrument and new pieces of music and continue that tradition, let's yes. say, or try driving to that tradition. Yes, <laughs> so that is amazing. But now, uh, first tell me uh, what, you're a, you're a musician, so what instrument uh, do you play? Yeah, um, I'm playing the classical guitar. Yeah with classical uh, theory with a degree and uh, was into classical harmony and fugue and Bach and all these things. Mm -hmm. So I suggested to play this instrument when they had to do a presentation in a PGC course. Mm -hmm. That uh, luthieros.com constructed the lyre and they told me you're playing guitar, you have the nails, maybe it's something easy for you. Will you join us in the presentation? So they gave me the instrument. I got in love with the instrument. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we had that presentation in Aristotelio University of Thessaloniki, where they had that uh, collaboration so as to have uh, the instrument. And that was how I started. So I'm playing guitar, I'm playing also the piano. I got into jazz uh, vocals for some years. I was living in London. So I had that uh, circle, let's say, with the music. And now the last years, I'm in the lyre, in lyre. Uh, but now, yeah. but the guitar and the the lyre, you call it a lyre. 
So the guitar yes. and the lyre, is that the same, if, if we think, is that the same type of instrument? Because I, I, why I thought it was something like a harp. Yes, they're not the same, of course. It, it is closer to, to an harp, as you say. Okay. Uh, but for me, it was uh, easy in the beginning to play with the right hand mm -hmm. because I got used to playing with fingers in the classical guitar. Oh, of course, yeah. So to me, it was a bit uh, familiar. Then I got my left hand also into playing. And mm. then I realized that, yes, it can be like a small R. Um, and of course, from several of the pictures we have, see that ancient Greek people, for example, they were muting the strings they didn't want to listen to. We see that in depictions and they had the plectrum and they were playing. So this is a technique that only the lyre has. Yeah. Because you have to mute what you don't want to listen to. And we wow. see also that, yes, it's they got have such, Yeah, but it's such a beautiful sound. I mean, it's like, I, I can understand that it has healing powers because it's really a beautiful sound. Yeah, it, it's, it has a calming sound. Yeah. And what I, I thought that it would be nice to play something really, really ancient Greek. Um, yeah. The Greek, you see, have um, the microtones, as we call them. It's, it's a distance in between two notes that we cannot play, for example, in a piano, in a keyboard. Okay. It's in between the two white um, keys. Something that we can play here, the ancient Greek people were using this note. We can play because we can press the string underneath as much as we want to. So we can press and create that different sound, which is microtones, little at distance. So I will play something according to that really ancient Greek yeah. sound. Okay. like no no sound we know really you know it's it's got a very distinct sound yeah. it's yeah. something we haven't uh, used in with yeah. our ears we will just play it on its own it sounds it sounds mm -hmm. like untuned to our ears yeah but but now mm -hmm. how did you discover how to play it because you didn't have a teacher and, and you didn't... Uh, yes. Yeah. yes, because of uh, uh, according to all these resources we have. We okay. have this Aristoteles book, which is talking about the rhythmical and harmonic uh, elements that Greeks were using. 
And he's talking there about um, the three genera they were using. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get so much into theory, but he's giving us the information about that tetrachord, four notes in a row, and exactly the distances we need to have to listen to that sound. A microtone, a tone, or a half step, a whole step. It is giving us exactly the notes. It says that if you will play B, a little sharp B, then C, and then E, you have that sound. It is written. Yeah. Yeah, we have that information. This is uh, so... Incredible, yes. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. that you will be, uh, that you are able to to uh, you know because I mean piano, guitar, and then you could tr uh, train yourself by um, reading about by by this information. Could yeah. you could train yourself? Yes. Yeah. yes, and that lovely instrument is giving me the chance because I can produce that with a lyre by having that little mm. sharp note. By pressing underneath. And that comes from Pythagoras. Pythagoras was saying that according to the length of the string, we take a different pitch. So when I'm pushing it underneath, I change the length of it. It becomes shorter, so the pitch becomes higher. And it's that whole world <laughs> which <Wow>. is... Uh, <laughs> Listen, I, when, when I saw you on Instagram and heard you on Instagram, I already thought, oh, wow, this is amazing. But what you're telling me now, it is just incredible. I mean, who made this instrument now that you're holding? Is it the old one? I mean, is this? Yeah. This is a reconstructed ancient yeah. uh, lira, lyre. Uh, it is ma made by Lucieros Music Instruments. Yeah. Um, they are. They exist. The last four years, five years, they're making uh, specific ancient Greek instruments uh, in order musicians to play. Yeah. So um, um, they were. They they're making instruments that you can actually tune them. Greeks used to have a different tuning way. They had also these wooden keys but they have also colopes, they were calling them, which was so difficult to tune it, very difficult. Uh, so Lucieros kept the, the other keys, these, the wooden ones, which Greeks were using in later years. And this is so convenient for me, which I'm a musician, to tune it and to play. Yeah. So um, uh, Lucieros is uh, the organization that are making these instruments. And uh, this is the, the basic, the root, which is very important yeah. because we can have, yes, these lyres, even there are with nine strings, four mix other kinds of ancient Greek instruments, kithara, kitharis, and uh, with 13 strings. In the most videos I'm playing with a big lyre, which has the yeah. 13 strings. Yeah. But now this, this the wood mm -hmm. now, is it uh, exactly the same type of wood that they would have used in ancient Greece? Yeah, uh, the, the wood comes from um, Greek trees we have today. Okay. So, I don't, yeah, so uh, I don't know exactly what kind of trees they were using back yeah. in that time but we know that that was made of wood uh the arms 
and the keys and the leader here and the turtle cell. Of course, this is a replica, not the real one. <laughs> so that, so that used to be a real. <laughs> I said, like, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. It used to be a, a real turtle shell, basically. Yes, they they took the shell after the death of the turtle, and they believe that it was an honor for that turtle to transform into an instrument after okay. its death. And of course, the first lyres used to have animals' horns oh, for for arms and not wood in the beginning, and got strings. Oh, what did they use then? Yeah, buckle. Yeah. Uh, today, these are uh, very ecological because uh, they are strings made of sugarcane. Something very innovative. <laughs> yes. Not even nylon. Yes. Okay, so no, but what did they use in, uh, in ancient times as strings? Yes, gut strings. Oh, gut. gut. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, mm -hmm. I, I am so amazed. And Sana, how did they figure out that um, that the sugar cane can be make the same sound then as the gut? Yes, this, this is an innovation of our era now okay. these years. And uh, Lucieros found that out in a very big exhibition. They went in Frankfurt, I think. Uh, they're going every year there. Mm -hmm. And they found out that uh, you can have nylon strings from uh, sugar cane. They yeah. tried that, and as musicians, me and other two, three musicians are in a collaboration with Luthieros, we came into the conclusion that, yes, the sound is much better than the oh, nylon ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, because you can produce also these harmonics, which with the sugarcane strings are very clear. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it, it's an instrument that it's not as limited as it, it's supposed to be, just with the seven strings. Yeah, because, because it's, it's, yeah, it looks very it, basic. You think, okay, this is just, but what you've done just in now is, is just amazing, you know, that the, all the different sounds that you can bring. Yes. Um, the advantages is that. You can play straightforward, and in the Lyra Academy, in the beginning, I am teaching uh, with the numbers of the strings. When I started music, uh, when I was a teenager, in the conservatory, they were telling me that I'm, that I'm old and I need to know how to read. So I started playing and playing and playing, and then. After some years, I, I read uh, the music tape. Yeah. So I'm giving the chance to my students to read just the numbers, to play and to listen because they're following just the numbers. One and three together. Three, four, five, four, three. And they're playing. And then gradually, when they are into music and have that sense, that feeling, that beautiful sound, and they want, they can get into music stage. Um, but, but now your students, you're saying, are they young students? Are they young children playing now? 
No, most of them are, all of them actually are adults from all over the world. Most of them from America, but also from Holland, from Italy, from Germany, from Europe generally. Yeah. Um, but yeah. can you see can you see the the lyre as a as a um, instrument now that young children start playing and that it's something that would become more normal you know or more um, yeah. a, a, I know what's instrument yeah 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 to be accepted in the education yeah yeah, yeah. yes definitely definitely because it's um, it's an instrument that, as I said, it's, it's advantage is that you can play straightforward. You can have the sound mm -hmm. of it. And um, for, for a kid, uh, there are easy and uh, familiar tunes that you can play in the instrument. Um, Joy uh, yeah. from Beethoven, for example, where yeah. we are teaching that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we can start with uh, familiar melodies yeah. uh, to meet the instrument, let's say. And yeah. then gradually, of course, uh, and to other adults and to children, we can get into these techniques like harmonics or like chroes, as they call it. Mm. We're using the plectrum to produce also extra notes that we're not able to find these notes in the open strings. Mm. We need to tune the instrument. So oh, plectrum technique that, is giving us visibility. But that um that piece of is it a piece of wood that you have there? Yes, it's okay. a piece of wood. Um in ancient times. It was made of uh, natural products, wood or bone or horns. I have this which is wooden and I have also this one where it edge is made of uh, bone. Oh, I see. And it has okay. a different sound. Yeah, but this instrument has so many facets and so many wonderful things that you can do with it. But now that I'm, you you said that in ancient times the children were taught that in school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be great if if um, more children can do that? You know, because it's not yeah. a big instrument. You know, it's not it's it's not a big instrument to carry around, and it's probably for a child, a, a smaller one would be so great. Yes, Lucieros has uh, the smaller lyre, lira, yeah. which is with five strings, shorter one yeah. for kids. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an idea to put in the lyre academy. We we don't have it yet in front of. Yeah. Thank you for uh, saying that. <laughs> yes. It's very, I, yeah, I just, can you imagine yeah. the whole world? Every child goes to school with a liar. A liar. <laughs> yes. yeah, that would be so great. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if we got, if we got maths from, from the Greeks, from the ancient Greeks, then we can get the instrument as well. So uh, then, isn't it? We can. Yeah. The the, mm -hmm. the lyre can be taught next to maths. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. You will think also about um, the CDEFGAB we have. Yeah. Is from Pythagoras, where Pythagoras had that connection with the music of the spheres and with the numbers. He had that connection of the seven notes with the seven planets. Okay, they they were coming into that conclusion just by observation. And NASA today is says that yes, we have these sounds in the planets. That's that's yeah. <laughs> Amazing, amazing, yes. Yeah, um, you know, this, mm -hmm. yeah, during the pandemic, I've been speaking to so many artists from all over the world. And, and my one wish is that I said that the school, the school system should change that so that children can be taught art alongside maths and science. And now you've mm -hmm. just, this is the proof. I mean, what more do we, what more do we have to hear to, to, um, you know, to understand yeah, that it is so important, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is a world heritage. Yeah. It's not Greece. It, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, we have to think that also Greece was in a different map those years. And people were in the north part, um, uh, sorry, south part of Italy. It was... Greece there and a lot of people, uh, a lot of Greek uh, areas were there. So I mean that it's not that the specific map and the Greek, it's a world heritage. It's an ethnic yeah. music heritage. Yeah. yeah. We, can, we can take so many good things and adapt them in our lives okay. today. Yeah. But yes. now, Lina, um, in this um, instrument, is there a place in an orchestra, for example? Can you see, is it, has it been played in an orchestra? As you said, you had that beautiful question, why it lost during the years? And yeah. um, also in Greece, this instrument is not uh, in the tradition. I mean, if you will go in a conservatory or in a, uh, in a university, you, will, you won't learn the lyre because it's just a try the last years for this instrument to be in our lives again today. Um, so uh, we, we, we're not, we don't have it uh, in the education yet in Greece. Mm. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And in orchestra? Um, in orchestra, as you said, yeah. uh, it can stay, I can say it can be in an orchestra and it's a yeah. very, very beautiful idea. Um, maybe it's one of the next um, um, steps we will do. Yes, we, we, yes we, why not? Yeah. We need <laughs> yeah, a conductor, yeah. yeah, we need a conductor yeah. to, to get this in his orchestra, I think. Yeah, 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 definitely, because we have classical guitar, which is something new, a new entry the last yeah. 100 years, no more, 80 years, no more, and the harp also, uh, so why not for the yeah. lyre? And the mandolin uh, as well, you know, I spoke to yeah. somebody, a mandolinist, and, um, and it's also an instrument that you really, you know, that you associate with ancient times, and you don't understand yeah. that it's very um that it is actually a well-known instrument now mm -hmm. the mandolin yes mm. uh, um 
There are some people uh, through the Lutheros that um, have taken the instruments. For example, Giorgio San Cristoforo, which is from Italy. He's mm. the one that he bought the Kisara, Kisaris. Uh, he did some uh, very beautiful concerts with other instruments, not in an orchestra, but big ones. I've done a lot of big one concerts, but uh, this is a very good idea. And I think that gradually during the years, this instrument will, will take, um, will be in the music palette of 2020. Yeah. 22 and even more. Yes. I think that it will take that uh, position, let's say, because uh, it's a beautiful instrument. And as you said, it's so nice that um, everyone can easily play and enjoy that calming sound. Yeah. But you look very, you, when you speak, also, you, you, I can see that you're very passionate about the instrument. Um, <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> And, but do you still play classical guitar? The truth is that I'm not playing uh, almost um, at all. Okay, and that's okay. why why there was a time that I had to do the decision because I have my uh, nails also from the left hand because yeah. I want to have a clear sound from the left hand oh, here. I but I yeah. cannot boost while playing the guitar. Yeah, okay. The thing is technical. But there was a time that uh, I was feeling like I have to make a decision where I wanted to give myself more. <laughs> yeah. Well, so... I, think you, I think you made a good decision. This is a beautiful instrument. <laughs> really, I absolutely love it. I can, yeah. I, yeah, I love the sound of it. And it's, it's, I'm so happy that it has been revived again, you know, and that, uh, that there are people who are making it and that there that there's an in interest and if you say in the past it's been four years now that uh, since they mm -hmm. made it um mm -hmm. and yeah and it's uh, and already many people are playing it yes yes mm -hmm. because there is a passion also from uh, people in Lucieros. Uh, they have a dream uh, to reveal this instrument and uh, there is a beautiful philosophy behind of that. While getting into the depictions, while reading, you are getting into that Greek philosophy of that golden years, and um, you admire that. And you you see that there is a lot to take. So I think that things are moving then fast because of the nature of that instrument and the whole philosophy, that power that it's giving us. Yeah, yeah. I, and think I, I wonder now also uh, after the pandemic, well, during the pandemic, people ha had to rethink everything and, and also musicians thought a lot and they, they spent a lot of time uh, with their music uh, that they normally didn't have time. Um, but don't you think this is a wonderful time actually for this instrument to arrive, that it arrived before the pandemic and that now there's a possibility that it can be um, more appreciated. Yes, well. definitely. Definitely, you're right on that. And I see it um, um, every day um, in the first uh, years of uh, two years before with the um, pandemic, um, we were we were thinking of having the Lyra Academy, mm -hmm. 
First of all, we were thinking to have it in Sikilos, which is a private museum here in Thessaloniki. It's a place where we can see all the instruments. And we had some first lessons with the lyre, and we thought that it would be really nice to have the lyre academy there. But everything changed, and then we decided to do it through the network uh, because of the pandemic. And it went so well because I think people needed that. And I and um, it's something so clean, I can say, the sound and the whole philosophy, as we said. So, yes, I think that um, it's a very good time for this instrument to flourish, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Definitely. And, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think the online, the online situation helped it, you know, because otherwise I would never have um, yeah. come across <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It just shows you. Yeah, yeah, there's something which is very good that we are much closer. Yeah. Mm. With a network, we couldn't have that communication. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. So we can take the advantages of this uh, situation. Yeah. But with now, um, what, uh, um, what could you say now to a musician who wants to try and and uh, play the the lyre? Is there, mm. What motivation can you give somebody? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the motivation is that uh, this is a wonderful world, uh, the world of Lyra, of Lyra, and um, uh, the, the very, something which is really interesting is that it's um, new without rules, actually. Uh, wow. So you can express yourself because you're reading the theory, okay, but nobody is telling you to keep, to hold just mm. that finger or the other one. You're just playing, you're in a flow, and you are um, um, find out with your own way. Yes. Because there isn't a specific method. You have all that information, which is very, very good motivation to get into that world, but you don't have that strict rules which um, are limiting uh, your ideas and the way of playing. Yeah. So the motivation, I think, is that you can express yourself from the beginning. And even for the kids, even for adults, it's something really new and approachable. You can play, you can change the tuning, be in a different mode according to the Greeks, another sound. Just And then you can just play and compose, let's say, your own melody. Yeah. Nobody will tell you, keep that finger or the other finger, because it's something new. So you can express yourself as a musician and you, of course you have the motivation to explore yeah and can things. you just imagine young composers now um getting to know uh, the instrument and then also composing for it because this is so so interesting yes, yes wow. definitely definitely um um it is a very good motivation to compose because uh, it's something new yeah and yeah. I tried to make a fugue for a lyre, for a seven strings lyre. Oh, really? uh, this is challenging. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
yes, so generally it's something so new that uh, we can experiment on every field and I think that everybody has to give something because my perception is different than Petra's. Petra maybe thinks something completely different and have an effect on it. Yeah. So in my lessons also I'm saying I'm using fingers because this is convenient to me, but maybe plectrum is the best way for you. Try also that. Or maybe just playing with two fingers. There isn't a method. So this is an open field for exploration generally to express. But now, out. can somebody contact you um, uh, when they are interested in in the in the instrument? Okay. Yes, I will yes, put your yes. website. Do you have a website that I can put in the description? Uh, my official website is Light Academy. Okay. So, yeah, I receive there um, also through Instagram or um, uh, into okay. through the email. Okay. And we can, I can put the, yeah, I can put the information. Yeah, I think better with the email. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, Lina, tell me, what is your wish now for the future? Oh, my wish for the future is um, to have a restart for the whole world um, with... Um, a, something new, deleting all these things we've lived with pandemic and all these difficult things and have and being in a new era, in a new clean era, uh, which would be uh, the best food for the mind and the soul. This is my wish. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I agree with you totally. That's a very good thought that we erase all, all this uh, worry and stress and negativity. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got an instrument that, that can inspire. So I think this is you holding something in your hand that is very positive and very inspiring. So I think it's a wonderful instrument with with so many possibilities. And I just really hope that uh, musicians will uh, grab this opportunity and you know start playing the instrument and that there's more in orchestras or more that we just hear this, this music. And mm -hmm. because like you say, the effect of music is also very, um, you know, it's, it's very uh, psychological as well, you know, and healing powers. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so wonderful that these sounds are there now again, after all these yes. thousands of years. Now, Lina, I just want one more thing from you is uh, mm -hmm. can you do a shout out to is there a restaurant or a or a place that you visit a coffee shop or something in your area that you want to uh, tell me about a coffee shop or um, where do you go is there a nice restaurant that you use, uh, usually visit that you want to to just mention the name ah okay in Thessaloniki here um um let me think 
uh, of a restaurant. Um, I will say a, a, a restaurant that is called Tijo Tijo, which, which means wall by wall. Yeah. And it's a beautiful restaurant in uh, the old uh, town of Thessaloniki. Yeah. And it is under that walls. The, uh, they are, I think, from Roman times. Okay. But it's in a nice place, in a beautiful area, and it has very good food. Yeah. And um, before pandemic, it was making also festivals in front of, uh, because there is a oh, park wow. also. And they had beautiful music uh, mm -hmm. during the summertime. So, yeah, I would suggest Tijo Tijo. Tijo Tijo. tijo, tijo. Okay. I can write that in Greek. Please, if you want, yes. I can say <laughs> and I will, I will think, I will put no. the link, I will put the link also on. But, um, yeah, okay. but that's great. Oh, it sounds wonderful. And if you time... want to you will text me definitely yes, to give yes. you a round. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just uh, think it's so wonderful that we, we get the opportunity also to, to talk about restaurants or because they all, you know, suffer during the pandemic and, and it's great mm, to just yes. give a name yes. and maybe somebody visits or somebody hears and of then course. they can, yeah, then yeah. they can go and, and have something to mm -hmm. eat there. Yeah. Yes. But Lina, yes, this really was really so good. lovely to talk to you. I'm so happy that, I mean, this is really more than I expected. I, I really didn't think that it was, you know, the story that you're going to tell me. And I, I think it's amazing, honestly. And, I would love to hear you in concert. I just think this instrument is so beautiful. I absolutely love the sound of it. Yes, yes. Thank you very much, Peter. And it was a beautiful surprise for me that oh. you just found me out. Yes. <laughs> you have to yes. come to Vienna to, to do a concert, I think. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Very good idea. Yes. yes. You have to mm -hmm. see that that happens. That's my wish. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I will keep that in mind. Definitely. Okay, yeah. We <laughs> said it now and then let's see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Lina, have yes. a lovely afternoon in Greece. You too. And, <laughs> and I wish you wonderful hours of playing that beautiful instrument. Thank you very much. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.